0: It is such a tragedy that so often, conversation around walking into the new creation, donning our new selves, is a process of trying to do so much at once, trying to get better in this area and that area, and I'm gonna stop swearing, I'm gonna stop smoking, and I'm gonna do this and that. I'm gonna read my Bible more, I'm gonna pray here. And we lose sight of the path that God is directing us on specifically. Welcome to the Garden Restored podcast, a series of dialogues that draw us back to Jesus and into the abundance of heaven on earth. Remember, beloved, the kingdom is here and it is within. There are things that are good, but they're not what God is asking us to do in the season. And to combat that, there is this beautiful cyclical journey in three parts that we can return ourselves to time and time again to recalibrate. It's not us being dragged along by whatever sermon we heard last, dragged along by whatever external circumstances are pressing us, not being dragged along by whatever triggered us in that day, and then we work on that. Though those things are important and we deal with things as they come up, the trajectory of our growth in Christ can be a very intentional process with an endpoint, with a goal in mind. And in that way we can move with purpose, with agency, with power towards what God is calling us to. So this journey is in three steps. This is not prescriptive. Everybody's walk looks different, but I find that these three steps really help us ground in what God is doing in us and not just what we think God should be doing in us. And it's not a process in the sense that you go from A, B, C and you're done, period. It's really a a component of our relationship with Christ. And it may be something that is happening in different areas of your life at the same time. And so these three steps are acknowledge, align, and actualize the first step is acknowledge we've got to acknowledge what God is doing in our lives it's so easy to think that what God is doing is a complete and utter mystery and of course we cannot see the complete tapestry he's weaving in all of creation and over all of time but he gives us hints and direct clues about where he is guiding us so that we can be active participants in our life and active participants in the kingdom Oftentimes though, we don't want to listen to the ways he's speaking to us because it feels scary, it feels unholy, it feels less sanctified. One of the biggest ways to start is looking at your desires, especially if you've never done that, if you've been taught to push them away, to be afraid of your desires. And I wanna be clear about macro desires versus micro desires. Micro desires are, I want ice cream today, I want to change my wardrobe, I want to go to the park. And there are macro desires. I want to shift this part of existence. I want to walk in this. I want to see this manifested in the world. Macro desires are a great sign and clue for what God may be doing in us and wants to do through us. I'm not saying that everything we desire is our greatest good and the good of the kingdom and the good of humanity, but it's a great starting place to begin to look and see. How has god been speaking to you through your personality through your drive through what is burning in your heart what you can't imagine going another day without seeing in the world what breaks your heart all of these things can be clues to what direction god is moving you in instead of suppressing these desires and assuming that you'll never be able to walk in them take the time to honor them to let them surface to journal and this is not a one and done thing especially because in society we are definitely trained to follow a certain path and stay in line. It can be hard to resurface these desires, but it's so important. Sit down and journal. Walk. Move your body. Do whatever you need to do that moves you from the chatter in your head to in your body and present in the spirit to have that conversation with yourself and God. In addition to looking at our desires going directly to the source God himself and asking for those divine sparks of inspiration to show us and guide us stillness and solitude facilitate these things beautifully breaking out of your standard spiritual practices you can go online and see over centuries how people have engaged with the spirit. So once we've acknowledged where where God may be guiding us, once we have this almost quantum experience where every atom in our body feels like it's vibrating when we think about moving in this direction, we then want to also acknowledge where life does not look like that right now. We may see this grand vision in the future of people being free of us walking in power and light and flourishing but it may not be the present reality. In fact, it is not the present reality, right? Or it wouldn't be a desire or a dream, it'd be a met need. And so we want to also acknowledge where there's a gap and not to beat ourselves up to, or to get bitter with life, but to get excited about this holy liminal space in between where we are and where God is calling us. Once we've gotten this clarity in whatever area of life or in the overall trajectory of our life that we're looking for, then we want to align. We want to begin to align ourselves with this direction God is moving us in. We can do this on different levels, but I have found the most potent level is to first start aligning on the worldview belief system level. So oftentimes we will try to immediately start doing things, externalities to change our direction. We may even get a little bit more under the surface and start trying to shift our mindsets or shift our individual beliefs around whatever we're being called into. However, beneath all of these things is the root system of our worldview, the overall lens by which we view life. Saying I need to believe in God's provision to bring this to pass is different than saying, I do not trust God to provide for me. I don't believe I'm worthy or receiving the blessings of God needs to be a struggle there needs to be sweat and blood and tears involved in attaining something I want. And so the worldview is that framework from which these beliefs, these mindsets, and then eventually these actions pop out of. So we want to shift and align ourselves with the kingdom mindset that is required to step into that future that God is calling us to. And Praise God that this is not a work that we have to muscle ourselves into. None of this is. God is present and desirous of going on this journey with us. And what we have to do is start laying ourselves bare and just being conversation. We have to begin connecting more deeply with our inner wisdom, which is our direct connection with God and his unique guidance for us and saying, I see, I acknowledge where you're calling me, where it seems like you're calling me and I, I'm afraid, I don't believe, help me believe, I'm afraid, help me to not be fearful, bring people along the journey who can help me and guide me, show me, open my eyes to the ways that I have crafted a world of view that will not allow me to believe that the future can happen, to not believe that what you're calling me to is possible. When we don't believe something is true, even if consciously we're wrestling and we want to, we mentally assent that this is possible and that God has said it, if we don't believe deeply on an atomic level, again, where we are fully believing of this, then there will always be parts of ourselves that God may be trying to speak to that we are not opening ourselves to. We're shutting out the next step, the Provision for this dream the whatever it may be But I do want to say before we work ourselves into a religious tizzy that the goal is not perfection that it's not like Okay If I don't have a hundred percent belief hundred percent of the time and faith nothing will come to pass that is a trap of um, the whole manifestation ideology and believing that we need to be 100% aligned to source everything we need We're not God And thank God that we're not. And so it is a progressive journey, right? Because if we were in 100% faith and belief in God, we would be perfected. That's how Jesus walked as fully God, fully man, emptying himself. But he walked in that 100% faith and attunement to God, right? To himself. What a mystery of faith. And we won't have that. And the beautiful thing is that God doesn't require that of us. You can make the decision to not grow your faith any more than it is right now, than to not engage with God and have the dialogue for him to deepen your faith. You can. You have free will. And he will not be displeased with you. He will not hate you. He will not disown you. However, if you want to walk into that progressive abundance, if you want to manifest the Garden of Eden more and more in your life and in the lives of those around you, we must go on that journey of deepening in our faith and deepening in our understanding. So what that's what this is all about. Acknowledging the gap and seeking to align ourselves more deeply with kingdom principles is not about beating ourselves up or seeking perfection to receive what we need, or seeking perfection in general, but it's going on this journey of faith where the biggest reward is that deepened intimacy with Yeshua. And the beautiful outpouring of this relationship is that three-dimensional thriving in yourself, your sphere of influence, and society at large. And finally, we get to actualize as you're doing the work to align yourself with where God is calling you, where you are, when you are shifting your worldview to receive more flourishing and abundance and to embody more of the kingdom, you'll begin to get directives and direction and insight on where you should go. These will be little God sparks inside of you, deep peace and knowing, conversations that happen and things that you're being called to do all the while filtering this through your inner wisdom that connection with god and that peace that complete and utter peace so as you receive direction and opportunities you're then called to go and to do what you're being instructed to do the doors that are being opened for you now you have to walk through them and this is a part that can get really hard it can be easy to remain in our inner world and do the work there and it can be hard to finally actualize the direction once we have it and i guess i'll speak for myself for others you may want to jump to the actualize without realigning that inner world Wherever we are on the spectrum, we need all three components. We need to acknowledge where God is leading us so that we are heading in the right direction and walking in one accord and aligning with what he's telling us to And then we need to align our inner world and our inner world view to match this new kingdom perspective that is that will allow us to step into this next season. And finally, faith without works is dead and we have to do what we are being instructed and called and told to do, what's being downloaded to us. And so this process, this journey, is a simple framework, not necessarily easy, right? And it takes some wrestling. It takes diving deep, but it's a beautiful journey. And as you embark, as you continuously dialogue with God and recalibrate, re- re-acknowledge, realign, re-actualize, you go deeper and deeper into the kingdom. You go deeper and deeper into relationship and it just becomes a part of your life. It becomes a way of life. You're constantly, even subconsciously checking, is this in alignment with What God is telling me, is there that peace? Oh, has the peace left the situation? I need to recalibrate. And it becomes this beautiful dance and walk where you're not operating out of the fear of missing out, the fear of getting it wrong because you know that God has got you and he has guardrails on all sides and his presence is within you and will draw you back. You may go, you may test, you may actualize a whole bunch of stuff that you're not being called to actualize, but he'll draw you back. That's the beauty of it, that trust and that faith, and that is a big component of this journey, is trusting that he's got you, and that more than doing the quote unquote right thing, is continuing in that relationship and deepening that connection and abiding in his peace. So I hope today, friend, that you take the time to lay yourself bare and acknowledge the things that you've suppressed, the desires, the direction that God may be leading you into, and get it all out there and start realigning your inner world to match the kingdom principles of flourishing, of freedom, of power and dominion that will then help you actualize this kingdom reality in your life and the lives that you will touch.